If you'd like to get involved with Shoreditch Radio or if you run any local projects or events, please contact us at info at shoreditchradio.co.uk. Esky boy. Dano. Outta all my people. Hello, we're Beanbot. Hi, this is Dean from Lois and the Love. Uh, this is Roman from Breton. I am um, Adam Partick. I'm Orlando from the Maccabees. I am Colin Peters. I'm Lewis from Chapel Club. Uh, hi, this is Guy from Zulu Winter. Hello, this is Carl Barat. Oh! Hey, this is Rita Ora, and you're listening to Shoreditch Radio. Yes! about to enter a bizarre world full of strange imaginary people living fake lives in a city some of you may know but none of you will recognize welcome to Lester welcome to the late night niche but be warned you enter at your own risk the niche is a place where reality is exaggerated and imagination is warped into forms which disturb distress and delight it is the place where we live welcome everyone I'm Chris Marshall. I'm James Creever. And I'm Joe Stevens. And this week's show is not exactly brought to you by, but certainly enabled by Mr. Jack Daniel uh, of uh, wherever, Tennessee, Lynchburg. And Guinea's roasted pistachio nuts. 
And some other crisps as well. Assorted crisps. There are there are other crisps on the market, obviously, you know, for BBC are listening. Um, they enforce that rule across all... All radio stations. No. Yeah. No, online. But okay. it's been a really long time since we've all been together in a studio, yeah, well, so happy 2016, everyone. Yeah, first time we're all together in, in 2016, so well done, guys. No one's been struck down. Surely it's your turn to have a week off, though, Joe. You haven't been here. You've been here, like, stalwart, you know, the whole time. The flame. Go to all the meetings, you know, pay the dues, and, you know, you deserve a holiday. I'll, I'll save it when I need it. I think you should nice. leave the show to me and James in our capable hands. For good God. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got some uh, good stuff coming up. I know, obviously, uh, you know, we have similar stuff every week, but surely that's why you keep coming back. We've got Life's Amazing. I'm not even sure what we're talking about this week. We've got, uh, what else? Movie review. We're doing Deadpool, I think. Joe's yeah. Doing Deadpool. And you're talking a little bit about your own. The avant-garde selection. Um it's called The Tribe. Hopefully we'll have a good chat about it later on. Uh, we've also got a literary corner to replace our usual store of uh, our album review, which I failed to do this week. Um, and we're discussing, I think me and Christopher will be discussing, a range of li- literature. Primarily Russian. Primarily, <laughs> because that's the way we roll. Yeah. Keeping it niche. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, like I said before, um, we will be playing some kind of a drinking game. Basically, we're trying to decide, um, as you we're well known like the show isn't live so we can't ask any of you guys to help us out with uh, you know suggestions for words we can't say or etc then you know in, in turn punishments but uh, but producer Dell has offered to come up with some rules throughout the show very kindly and thank you Dell. Um, but uh, you know we'll uh, come back to that shortly I think maybe we'll, we'll have a little toast to get us underway what's the first song uh, we'll be pop song of the week oh it's your choice it's, it's my it? choice and um I kind of went, do I need to explain it now or do I explain it in a bit? Just introduce it and we'll It's called, uh, Rose, it's by a artist called Rosie Lowe. Um, I think she'll be really big soon in the kind of like female R&B kind of scene. And uh, I think it's called Water Came Down. Yeah, Water Came Down. So I hope you like. Nice. Well, we'll have a toast to that in just a sec. But um, also, just to mention, this uh, does get a little bit more niche in terms of music. So if this is the kind of thing that you like, if you, if you hear this song and you think, oh, I really like this, I'll keep listening... You might want to just, you know, turn it off afterwards because it gets a bit different. Yeah. Or if we'll it's a the kind chance. of, or yeah. if it's the kind of thing where you think, oh, I really don't like pop music. This isn't a show for me. Maybe uh, leave it. We're on. making the trends before they hit the mainstream well, UK top four. Yeah, five. we've actually uh, we've got a little something for you later on uh, in terms of making trends as well. Um, a the competition, fashion a fashion giveaway. So um, you know, stick with us just for that, even. Um, but yeah, Rosie Lowe. We've walked. Toast to Rosie Lowe. Toast to Rosie Lowe. It's already open, you can't hear the crack of the bottle, but uh, I'll start us off. You're listening to Sure Ditch Radio. SureDitchRadio.co.uk And welcome back. That was Rosie Lowe with Water Came Down as my choice for Pop Song of the Week. Although it may not have been in the charts recently, I think that she has the potential to become a big star. You so really don't understand. I, no, I, don't, I think you both criticised me, but I guarantee well, she time, will be in the... Last time you chose a song from like 19... When? 16? What, um, what's it called? Hey, what's wrong? Yeah, that song. Um, a while back. Yeah, a while back now. Yeah, not exactly current. 
Which is the kind of kind of Yeah, it's a banger, but if the like, like it's feature was called like, the Up and Comers or Pop it Songs but, but, from but, yesteryear, but no, the feature that's is called Pop Song of the Week. That's 2016. Yeah, but it's an up and coming. It's not. It's not been released in the charts. It's it? called Pop Song of the Week. It was merely me predicting the future of the charts, and I did that. So. Right, well, I reckon, as a punishment, if you don't predict it correctly, and that is a number one within the next six weeks. Yeah. Then you have to shave your head. I'm. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> in the, in the top twenty. Top 20. Or top twenty. Top yeah. twenty. In the next in six the... weeks. <laughs> yeah, and you have to send us proof that it's that. You can't just tell us. Or if you don't want to shave your head, wax your nuts on the radio. If you like it, it might get lost in translation, but I'm sure we can make a video and put it on the Facebook page. Which, incidentally, anybody out there can follow. It's Facebook. <laughs> he always <laughs> works. I think. Does he? <laughs> I'm not trying to condescend you, <laughs> yeah. but fucking obviously you realise. Or Twitter at late night niche. Okay, I'll take one of your bets. Or just to decide uh, which one. But what, what do I get if you two, if it does go into the top 20? Hmm, good question. Hmm. Maybe. I get to run at you with a knife. Yeah, okay. Right, this is actually well, a nice segue. Well, Marshall specifically the, na- the, the next, knife, uh, not me. On the next it's day. not yet, we don't mention it yet. Oh, we not mention no, it? No, not mention it oh, yet. What? So at the moment, it's just a threat to run at you with a knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they just make it acceptable. Okay, fine, yeah. I'll accept you running at me with a knife in exchange for you shaving your head in six weeks if Rosie Lowe and that very song is not in the top 20 of any chart. And a deal will be made with a Drunk shot for me. shots of Jack Daniels. Okay. I feel like this will be on, like, when YouTube goes wrong <laughs> type American cable show. I'm definitely going to not get stabbed, so don't worry. Okay. As good as she is, the charts don't move that quickly. It's taken the, the. I mean, how long is. What's the guy's name who does that seven year song? The bloke from Copenhagen? Oh, um. Him, anyway. Yeah. Like, I. The very, the very first <laughs> week when I anyway. did. Yeah, well, the very first week when we did Pop Song of the Week, it was my turn. I almost chose him. I chose um, a different song. Jamie Lawson. End, Jamie Lawson. But I almost chose him, and he was at like number 30 then. He's now at number one. That was like. How many weeks ago now? See, we're merely predicting trends, and maybe we've predicted I'll a trend here. Joe, don't worry. When you fill out our risk assessment, uh, you don't have to... <laughs> this guy. <laughs> no mentions. Um, what have we got next? Um, girl, do you mind telling me what we got next? <laughs> I, I think we've got Black Sabbath, <laughs> but is, I'm not too this sure. This is the problem when uh, you know, we play drinking games. Also, incidentally, Del, do you actually have uh, any suggestions of words that we might not be able to say for or the any duration rules. of the show? Or any rules oh, at all? One of the rules that I thought of was um, if you all talk over, if you all talk the same. That's a really good rule. That's a good one. Yeah, all, all three of you, not just two, because it's happened quite a lot with two of you talk, but all three of you. Okay, good rule. Right, uh, yeah, if you didn't hear that, each time all three of us talk at the same time in terrible radio style, we all have to take shots, which I think might make the problem worse, but we'll see. Yeah. It's fun of it. No one's going to say anything. No. <laughs> so we have next. We have Black Sabbath with Lord of This World.
You're listening to Short Ditch Radio. ShortDitchRadio.co.uk Mate, with the lad's poetry shit, you fucked up, mate. Oh, Fucking man. fucked up. Listen, don't don't even come at me with that. Those nah. guys are homophobic. Nah, man. nah. That's brotherhood, mate. And you fucked with that. I brought you into a circle of trust that I thought you were ready for. And you fucked me over. Seriously, big time, mate. Well listen, mate, I didn't want to I didn't mean to embarrass you in front of your friends. Like I just thought it was more of like a traditional poetry thing. I didn't get like Nah. Alright. You messed with us, mate. They really wanted to fuck you up, mate. They were so fucking annoyed. Well, they were gonna frog you and shit. Leave you in the middle of fucking Yorkshire. I mean, obviously I don't want that. Like, I'm not trying to piss anybody off. I just thought, you know, you invited me along to this poet, poetry yeah. thing and... But mate, nah, you fucked up. But I said to them, I sorted you out proper, yeah? You got a job to do. You're following me around. You're just gonna, you're gonna do a job. You're just gonna follow me around and do my, effectively what I say. For how long? We're soon, mate. We're close. Next road. Turn right. 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 Deal is though, yeah. I do this, and then I'm not coming to the last poetry thing no more. No, that's fair enough. You're out. You're out. All in their heads. You're doing this job for me, and then we're done. Okay. All right. Right. On the right here. Just out front. What out out this shop here? Yeah. Right. Wait here, don't move. Keep an eye on the door. What, what are you on about? Where are you going, man? Oi! Fucking twat. Oi, you fucking slag! Terry, oh, you remember me, do you? It's a you charity fucking shop. remember it's me, a do you? Yeah? Yeah, what are you doing? Day, don't you? Why have you got a gun? Two and two together. Love you, Doris. Put two and two together. This is about what we did to you. What else would it be about, Doris? So? What are you going to do about it? End you. End your fucking miserable existence. Miserable. Your father was nice about you, Terry. Fuck off. Nah. You no more. Don't, don't say that shit, please. Don't. How long have you been out of jail now? Six weeks. You're already trying to get back inside. No, it's not. Don't fuck, fuck me up. You're a tool. Fuck off. We used you. You don't know and fucking you anything about my anything. fucking life. You can't prove anything. And you don't have the balls to kill me. So get the fuck out of my shop. No, you're dead. You're oh, fucking Jake. gone. Oh, George, what's don't going on? Fucking move. All right, it's a fucking hold up. What the fuck is going on? Go, stay back there. Stay. You don't fucking go... move. Oi. All the cash in the fucking register. In that brown bag, straight away. No, please don't move. Don't move. Get all the Ralphies in the back. I know you've got fucking loads, and I want that lovely Nintendo 64 there. Don't fucking move anymore. Do this. Get out. You're done. You're out of this. She's gone. Just leave it, mate. Listen, run the chance off one day. You fucking stop touch me, mate. Don't fucking fuck. Don't go anywhere fucking near me. Listen, I dare mate. fucking. I dare well, you. I What's fucking dare you. Oh, yeah, hey, calm down. Calm down. Let me fucking lay this down for you, yeah? Yeah? 
this shot. We can get all about this, don't we, Doris? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you do. Absolutely. You stay here. I know some nasty, nasty people, mate. They will fuck you up. We're not going police. They're, I think my boy's around here. No. You don't want no. this, mate. No. You don't want this you at all. Anything. You don't know anything, but you don't. I'm sure don't. I don't, mate. You don't. But I think you should get I out of this shot right now. Oh, oh, oh. Stepdad probably touched him. You fucking bitch! Oh, oh. Get off me, man. Go. Jesus go fucking Christ. go now, mate. What the fuck happened to there, man? Nothing. It wasn't fucking nothing. It sounded like a gunshot. That's no, fine. Sanctified, provides the glide, eyes open wide, mind finds new ways to grind. I'm telling it the way I see it, money is time and I ain't lying. I'ma need that to get up all the line, or just fucking perk up my shine. Look at be girls work and work out fine. Crack it one time, make sure that it's aligned. Put phone some cigs and drink some wine. Rub her on her ass and tell her she fine. Pocketbook slips from under her arm. Charm, charm. Magic you are listening to Short Ditch Radio. And welcome to our next feature, Regular just, One, Life is Amazing. We haven't talked about this. Life is Amazing! But the songs that we played were Diplo with Indian Thick Jaws and Rory Gallagher with whatever that other one's called. Thank you, Chris, for that. <laughs> like <laughs> That was really nice. Like the Guinness. The booze. The, whiskey, <laughs> like the whiskey's sitting on top of the Guinness. Or maybe it's sinking through. I, don't, I can't really feel what the difference is. <laughs> I can't feel what's going on anymore. But um, we've got Life's Amazing right now, so this is the point in the show where we talk about the weird and wonderful things that are currently um, going on in the world and we're kind of maybe oblivious to or we're kind of not realising their important developments we're getting in. Or even in the past, amazing things, which is, you know, always nice to look forward because we're all kind so of... Who, so who's going first? You're getting very jumpy today, Marshall. Well, we're... Part of the thing is to educate Marshall as well. Sketchy Chris looks right now. Like we'll discuss later, but he looks fucking sketch. So it's like there will be photos and a capturing competition to follow. Yeah. Um, So life's amazing, Joe. Or would you like me to give my first? uh... You go first. Okay. Um, I remember in third year we used to talk a lot about um, kind of Africa, and I remember hearing a conversation between the two of you, and we was like, Africa is very different to what. Yeah, this is Africa from your words exactly but um i was reading somewhere that um the congo and you know it was owned by the belgians yeah and basically they wedding okay smart tangent but you know wedding rings i'm aware of them prehistoric people used a piece of grass to tie around to commemorate when they were in a relationship with someone the the belgians obviously when they reached Congo and they'd taken all the kind of natural resources they'd found their rubber they found their diamonds and stuff like that when they found the diamonds they were like hmm 
let's let's make sure that the diamonds cons consistently have a kind of purpose in like modern life as it goes on maybe two centuries later and the belgians so plan that they, the belgians effectively invented the idea of having diamonds in diamond rings so when you propose to someone diamonds the idea of having a diamond ring came from slavery so they exploited the slaves to uh, take the diamonds and then the diamonds came over and became part of your engagement rings and your rings that's yeah. interesting i also thanks slavery to uh, yeah provide yeah, without this. slavery we wouldn't have uh, you know massive gold pendants encrusted with diamonds yeah. that say ak47 on them <laughs> would we the rap community <laughs> you have a lot to be responsible for <laughs> yeah many books to read the other thing I heard about that is that diamonds aren't actually in that short supply. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but they just still have this huge value attached to them. Um, well, the other thing, of course, as well, is that diamonds can just be mass-produced in a factory. Yeah. Well, fake diamonds or real diamonds? Real diamonds, like the same chemical, chemical consistency structure. and structure as a real diamond, but can be. The, the thing is, it's quite a lot. It's actually a lot more difficult. The, the paradox of it kind of is that Factory produced, lab produced diamonds are like super cheap in bulk for like small diamonds. I mean, you get drill bits coated in, I just bought some actually, two and a half millimeter drill bits coated in diamond dust for drilling through rock. You buy those, they're like £4.95, I think I got them for, for 20 drill bits. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Whereas I think the, the, the figures basically stand at each year there's about 130 million tons of natural diamonds um, mined. Right. Hell. Each one of those costs a diamond mining company about four dollars. And that's per why carat, we per carat that is, right? So it's not like each diamond itself, but like on an average per carat diamond it costs them about four dollars. To chemically produce gem quality diamonds in the laboratory laboratory, it costs about two thousand per carat. And yet somehow lab diamonds if you buy them in a ring, you buy like a, a single carat of a lab diamond, that will cost you about 2500 You're paying cost for the diamond, and you're paying 500 for the gold ring. So you're you buying buy, the you idea buy the same of carat, You buy the same carat, yeah, exactly. The same carat of a naturally you know, created diamond mined by somebody in Africa for pittance for almost twice as much. And thanks to our Antwerp consultant, Christopher Marshall, discussing the diamond trade. <laughs> Freddie Fullfingers. Yeah. Go on. So, mine is slightly different. It's, um, it's a fact that I stumbled upon, but I thought I'd research a bit more because it kind of stuck out to me. That um, apparently people or kids who eat uh, kind of sweets and chocolate daily around age 10 are much more likely to commit violent crime um, than people who don't. So this came from uh, a study that someone found, or someone did, and he saw the correlation, he was like, you know, this seems slightly, slightly peculiar, so he looked into it more. So it was a study by um, a British guy where he took 17,000 people, all born in the same week, in April 1970, so he's trying to control it as much as possible, and he found that 69% um, of those who ate who kind of said they ate sweets daily at around age 10, had committed or were violent criminals, as opposed to 42% who weren't violent criminals. So that's quite a leap. And you may think, you know, is this just to do with environmental factors? You know, bad diet is often associated with kind of lower economic status. But even when you accounted for kind of poverty 
uh, parenting, whether you live in a rural or urban environment, the factors still stayed exactly the same. Is that why I'm so angry at? Because I had a tuck shop at school. Because you had a tuck shop at school, yeah. My parents didn't let me eat. And that's why James is so mellow. So peaceful. No, not I don't, no, but I also think I've got a lot of health benefits from not eating it, so I'm mellow. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> do kind of the wider community. And they're kind of ideas as to why this is. Um, and the guy who, found, who did the study thought that maybe it's to do with kind of learning to delay gratification. Um, that if you're able to say, like, no, I won't have sweets today, I'll have it another time or I know they're bad for me. That's also to do with kind of acting. What instead of eating it at one time, like constantly, just be like, "Oh, I'm going to have this." I'm gonna yeah, have this. like I can't, I can't control my need to eat sweets. So kind of to do with impulsivity. And actually, they did a, a study um, with prisoners, and those so they kind of had one group where they gave them vitamin um, supplements and one group with placebos. And the group who had the actual vitamins um, tablets had kind of much less incidence of violent um, incidents in the prisons. That's a really interesting it thing. It is really interesting, but at the same time, I think it's quite interesting because it's not looking for any causation. It's saying there's a correlation and then stepping outside of its own natural like, field of study and saying, well, perhaps the cause isn't eating chocolate. Perhaps the cause is actually that people with a lower ability to provide for gratification, them. like innately... Mm. already you are not innately necessarily but well, within them already might just they're the, the an indicator of that is that they eat loads of chocolate when they're kids yeah that, that, well that's the the guy who did the study said he thought it was it wasn't a causation um but you know i don't know i haven't read more into the chemistry it sounds very interesting it yeah. sounds like something that we should relate to at a later date Ten-year-olds. <laughs> James just wants us to uh, hurry up. Cause, uh, yeah, ten-year-olds, don't eat too much chocolate or you and might stab someone. Stop listening to the show, because it's not really appropriate. Oh, I didn't see that. No. It was actually really good. And um, one thing that shook me was the fact that a lot of these homeless people, obviously, they're like... Some of them are looking for drugs and various things. And they're being... The, kind of the drugs that they're being provided for, or are being provided to them are things called, like, spice or, like, kind of prosthetic drugs. Yeah. And these things are, like... Sad. You can see, Yeah. They're, like, they're... I don't know what the fuck they do to people, but they literally, like, fuck them, like, heroin and stuff like that. Synthetic heroin. And No, but the worst thing is that they're legal, and they're legal to buy over the counter in, like, a corner shop and stuff like that. And I'm like, how the fuck... Is the government deliberately trying to, like, allow this to happen so that homeless people can die and stuff like that? And I... I you may say like I'm being a bit far fetched, but I'm feeling like was that they're the point allowing... of the show? Is that what they no, no, to say? because they try to say that this is what the kind of this is what's happening to homeless people that they're living and the kind of their daily life and stuff like that. But also, like there was a huge kind of like emphasis on the fact that these people were like desperate to like get this drug and stuff like that, and it becomes very addictive to their personalities. And it's just like yeah, that's fine. I think this is like a super interesting topic. Yeah, because especially I especially think... considering that now more than probably ever, people are talking about legalizing drugs as a <clears throat> or not or decriminalizing them. Certainly, so you're like, not necessarily banning them. Like people you're talking all... about them being available. Yeah, them. I know. And it's but... like you go into a corner shop and you can find, you can literally go across the counter and get this like spice or whatever they fucking call it, and it's like these are prophetic prosthetic drugs made in a fucking I don't even know where the fuck they're made 
Yeah, and they're and, and people are smoking, and people are like what fucked off their nut. <clears throat> yeah, like they're like, like I'm not gonna like beat around the bush. We've all like taken drugs and stuff like that, but it's like they're like <laughs> speak for yourself, <laughs> yeah. young okay, man. Well, I'll say, okay, <laughs> like. James is drinking now. This is a punishment for, uh, I guess, talking three on three. On three. But you see them on their drugs, on mm. this spice drug, and they knock them out. It knocks them out. It changes their personality. It changes the way they are and stuff like that. And I'm like, how, how is this allowed to be legal when you can see the dramatic effect that this is making upon like individuals? And like, it just seems like they're making it so it kind of keeps people down. And I don't know why they're not illegalizing it and yeah so that's my last point because okay. it's coming out to it's 10 minutes it's coming out to 10 minutes it is so we're I, I haven't been able to make a point radio no. four. I didn't, I didn't want to butt in because that's one of the rules we you're not allowed to butt in with each other what do you do want but, to was I making a serious point no you weren't making a point but in terms of like keeping it um, maybe the government doesn't want to kind of make legal highs illegal they've also banned NOS which fuck uh, NOS mate which, it's fucking amazing which doesn't yes, seem to have kind of that much of a, a long-term effect with the homeless. And also making poppers illegal. Um, poppers which... aren't that bad for exactly, you. Exactly. So why are they making... <laughs> they are if you drink them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not speaking I'm from laughing. experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm, dead, I'm right? laughing like... The speed like... with which that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway... Well, maybe they've just missed out on it, but they seem to be making legal highs illegal to the extent that their bill was like anything that, you know... Any mind-altering substance that could be alcohol or caffeine. So clearly they're just Talk quite in- inconsistent. But we should leave it there. <laughs> Thank you and welcome to Life's Amazing. Um, I welcome. think we have a s- welcome. It's the end now. Uh, but I don't give a shit anymore. Um, Drink again. <laughs> muddy water's still a full. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> still a fool um and uh now on to the uh james have been kind of holding me back from this all uh all the way I'm not holding now. but merely pres- like delaying gratification yeah. uh, so as not to encourage Instead of the sugar rush that yeah which is quite important deserve. in the context of this so basically what i'm getting to is we have a, a competition for the first time ever on late night niche we have a, a competition for you and uh provided it's be by a the good competition on facebook um, provided by what's the company? The good people of Optimum Television. Optimum if Television. I get caught doing this, I'm fucked. <laughs> but I'm just gonna like keep going with it. To, like, to anyone who's listening on Optimum Television, James has had rather a lot to drink, and um, you know we, we, it is all made up. That is what it says on the beginning of the show. But the important thing to remember is that right now, as I'm speaking to you, I'm wearing a stab vest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. James has kindly provided this. Um, I've got a couple. If anyone wants to buy it, hook me up. They've got me on Facebook, so just you know. <laughs> just drop me a PM yeah. and I'll set you a stab vest. Uh, or come up with a great caption. Yeah, we'll come up with a great caption, and uh, you can win it for your for your own self. I'm wearing it at the moment, modelling it. I mean, James has even told me how they're a bit of the new thing on the catwalk in uh, Milan and they're, Paris. Jesus, the Jesus brand has decided to wear 
stab proof vests and bulletproof vests as part of their kind of being 50 cent I think so but I think it's becoming part of fashion so I think it's quite interesting how fashion kind of like before it's gangster but now it's becoming hipster hipsters in stab vests because many men wish death on on wish death on hipsters apparently apparently. Um, well they do if you've uh, watched what's that video with uh, Jack Gyllenhaal going around uh, assassinating people with a punching sword um, what yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's an opportunity for you to win this. What we're going to do is put up a, a picture um, on the Facebook uh, page, which is obviously Facebook, late night niche. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, go on there, find us, and then find the picture and put your best caption on it. Hopefully it's going to be something pretty spectacular. We uh, have quite a long history of caption competitions um, within our own personal sort of uh, groups. groups. Um, so it- hopefully the picture will be pretty... Well, it might be graphic. Because um, if they were allowed amongst the, the mainstream, it'd be pretty like they'd be pretty offended with something. I I reckon I've looked through what the, the captain contest. Yeah, that we've the had. last few images. I'm pretty sure. Like I'm pretty sure the last image was some chick with a literally elbow deep and another yeah. girl's arsehole. Yes. So um, it was like up to there, like and you could well, see her elbow, like yeah. arm like, was it's like radio. So, but like, it, no, her arm was up to her elbow. like. Yeah. He's, he is rubbing his elbow right now. Her arm was up to the point where you were. Now tapping like, himself before yeah. <laughs> Oh, just pass me, pass me. Yeah, he gets radio about as much as he gets the pop song of the week. Uh, Fuck <laughs> off, man! Without me, you'd be nothing. <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't have a stab list, and neither would one of our lucky listeners, who's going to obviously enter the caption competition. Um, with a fantastic and hilarious caption that will be read out on next uh, Fortnite show. Yeah, we'll reveal the winner next um, And uh, You'll get a stab proof vest. You'll get a stab proof vest. It's unused. You I may have to hold tight out. on it, though. Like, just keep quiet about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that easy it. to deliver. No, because they're um, fucking they're heavy. I've shit, had to wore, wear it around like all afternoon. It's not It's not super heavy, and it's not like uncomfortable, but it's a little cumbersome, I think. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want to, you know, go ballet in it. Is it something that you, like, wear whilst jogging for, you know... Jogging? Yeah, if you was, like... The vice president of the United States. <laughs> no, but, but you know, like, obviously like, not the fight. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It's a little workout. bit. It's a little bit heavy, but it's not. It's not too much. And it covers all the vital organs, yeah. left, front, and One back. One size fits all. This is the sound of me expanding the. Uh, See, side, I can get inside. Can I just say what's the side gussets? Oh, we all talked over each other there. Drink. drink can I just say we all provo- I provided. Like you thought I wouldn't provide, but I did provide. Well, it's not the sort of thing that everyday people text you. It was a Twice. weird. It was a weird text on the. Just a large group chat. chat about twenty people on this group chat. Yes, yeah. and of course, him and Richard replied because they were like the only. Because we take you seriously. Yeah, <laughs> we know whatever <laughs> crazy shit comes out of your mouth is probably ask genuine. What these were used for originally? I'm not going to say this live on the radio. Okay, you reveal it off air, yeah. and then I'll blurt it out when we're on like. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I say, go on the uh, the Facebook. We might even put it on Twitter as well, but we don't want to start, um, you know, anything crazy. Um, but Facebook, good. Im- I think, in- yeah, I think we'll discuss about how we put the image out because I think I think, the I think we might needs- put something a little bit more tame than um, some things that we might. Be but I think to ourselves, I think but- almost not restrict it to certain like groups. We need to make it more like a Facebook thing, so a universal. Can- yes, thing. like almost post it, and then we all share it and be like, okay. who comes with. Okay. Good well, we'll we'll discuss and decide what exactly the the picture is going to be that you have the caption. But uh, go right ahead, caption it, um, and then hopefully we have a song you can now. Win a stab vest, and we have a song. Yeah, appropriately uh, appropriately enough, um, it's um, Sultan Gunner, who's um, a bit of a legend up um, in the 
sort of Bradford massive Bradford uh, East Midlands kind of crew dem Day. Yeah, and he well, also, in the music video for this, I believe is wearing a stab vest. He is wearing a stab vest, and he is indeed wearing a stab vest. With Daddy's a Gangster. Did so. you supply it to him? Not well, you know what? I've sold it to a few people, but Sultan Gunner has not been one of my clients so far. But Sultan, we know you've listened before because you've tweeted us. Because we represented you <laughs> back, <laughs> in back in the day. Back in the day. If you're listening again, get on, get on the, the Twitter or try and win yourself a stab vest <laughs> on the Facebook. So, uh, and we could produce a very fruitful relationship <laughs> between you, us and you. Mate, maybe. I don't know how far to trust him. He is a gangster. <laughs> and with that, Sultan Gunner, Daddy is a gangster. Enjoy. Hilarious. And it's probably the hour. Uh, Salt and Gunner with um, Daddy is a Gangster I definitely recommend watching the YouTube video there's a, price, the full experience. There's a priceless bit where he throws this kid in the air with a blatant disregard for its own uh, safety it makes me so happy despite <laughs> just the fact, that happen <laughs> despite the fact that he's blatantly uh, advoc- advocating his kid going into drug dealing like his daddy it's kind uh, of thing that Joe was into yeah <laughs> I think that's a really really unfair Joe you just said that makes me so happy you literally just declared that bipolar Okay, no offence to anyone who actually is bipolar. Um, but, um, yeah, it's been an hour now. Uh, if you're still with us, if you can still bear the sound of uh, James's... Why James? Why is it James? Can I just say, why is it James? You just claim bipolarism. Oh, when fuck it, man. What the fuck do they give a shit? I'm no, just going to say... Have bipolar. Right. Maybe he is bipolar. Right, second hour. Okay, we've, all, we've all spoken three times now, so you've got a drink. Um, Joe, have you drunk any yet? I have. So in the second hour, we've got now a uh, film review because Joe has done Deadpool and we're going to talk about The Tribe. And then we're also going to discuss a literary corner where me and Christopher are going to talk about the books that we've cu- currently reading at the moment. Yeah. Why do you sound so sarcastic when I say that? I don't know. I think it's just my vibe. <laughs> As you sit in your stab <laughs> bed. my stab Bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> yeah. But um, we've you got... You can kill my vibe, but you can't kill me because I'm wearing a fucking... Stab unless you stab, stab me in the in my unless you stab me in the knee. Oh my god! True. Someone write it down. Unless you stab me in the bladder and the as we were discussing yeah, earlier, what high. would come out? It's a bit high. Like, just be pissed yeah, everywhere. It kind of goes down. It like covers my my heart and my lungs and my liver and kidneys? my kidneys are pretty much. No, it does. It does cover. Your it kidneys. does cover my kidneys, but at the same like it doesn't cover my love handles. So I'm a bit, bit worried yeah, about that. No, what if, if somebody's got the bread knife out and just went for my muffins, or what if they stabbed me like right in the gut? Do you know what I mean? Like, would I have like to just undercut? Make, but then maybe if they went to stab me, I'd like ball up a bit, and that would like help protect me. But if that, I feel like if they pop me with a, a shank in the bladder right now, that would really break the seal. As my as my sister was saying earlier, that if you like, if I'm being realistic. Shout out to Anna Mae, by the way. Yeah, she's um, super hot, apparently. So, 
It's like Tour 18th, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. I'm bringing the stat basically. Just in but case. Basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, But um, basically, we were talking... There's going to be loads of stabbing, Joe. We were testing out, we were testing out the stabbing, like the, the stabbers, yeah. and she ran at me with a knife just to see how it would go. James pussy now, just like that. Yeah, she like it got to like there, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not testing that because I'm not going to work." Like, oh, yeah, I I tried out um, a stab way, a stab vest. I may have borrowed. Yeah, you know that, I may have stolen. Means. It's fucking <laughs> fucked, and it stabbed me, and I'm in the fucking hospital. But um, <laughs> but we were doing that, and she was like, "It covers you enough that it covers the vital organs, but for the a rest lady, of- watch your ovaries." Yeah. Right, we got hostiles from Damon Auburn next. Enjoy. <laughs> Represent. When the service done. You're listening to Short Ditch Radio. Shortditchradio.co.uk. That was Damon Alban with Hostiles from his solo album Everyday Robots. Um, it's a really good album, so I hope you listen to because obviously I haven't provided an album review tonight, today even. Um, I think you should listen to it because it's just. It, I don't think. I don't think. Over a second, no, no, because I was thinking, but um, <laughs> he discusses stuff about kind of the internet age that we're going into in quite good detail and kind of like pervades that in his songs and it's quite interesting to listen to so I like the uh, song Everyday Robots yeah thank you Joe I knew you would because it's quite slow and it's quite like melancholy but it's like I'm not trying to Everyday Robots on our phones yes but um, listen to his album Dane album Everyday Robots is a really good album Um, so next does that bring us on to the literary corner no because we've got film reviews I was going to say because that would be really great because I could have just say if you're into Are you that shaking a bit <laughs> yeah probably like, a little bit chilly on my arms my, my core is warm many men <laughs> yeah. but uh, I got a bit of the old uh, shaky booze on the hands it's probably the booze um, but yeah I was going to say a really good book if you're interested in that kind of thing like and the uh, impact that technology is having on the, the world and you know, the circle the future and, and weird technological stuff you didn't even realise existed read a book called Mr. Penumbra's 24 hour bookstore See, I fucking miss fucking living with you lot in fucking third year, man. It was a dream, man. Like this in hard. Yeah. James has made a sizable dent in this uh, this JD. We're about an hour and twenty minutes in, maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes in. Yeah. We haven't even got to the like fest literary. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we're, we're in the well film. Over halfway. Are we on the on film? The I reckon we're on the film because I want to see. You keep talking. I think one of the. <laughs> you keep talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's battered. This is okay, going. So this, this is, is the, the bit that's definitely going in the uh, the like outtakes. highlights of the show. Yeah, yeah. outtakes. Yeah. So, um, what is it even this? Hostiles. We're Romari. No. Okay, we go to we go to the next song. Then it's Camino Galbraith. Then it's film review. Okay, so okay. so we got Romari next. First time we've ever even talked about. <laughs> oh fuck it! I don't give a shit, man. I'm going to talk to you anyway. I'm going to give you the real <laughs> shit. 
I've fucked my nut, mate, and I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to have a career in TV or radio because I've stolen stuff out of my work. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> and I'm like, I don't... You know like you're going to get more of a career on TV and radio just for saying that. Anywho, <sighs> what's the next song? It's Romari. Romari. Save. Yeah, motherless child. What a banger. So after that ridiculous segment, I don't. We haven't. I don't know. That, was, that was Damon Albans with Hostiles. Get away from the mic! <laughs> I'm just fucking saying what the song was, man. Oh my god, he's. Why do you flattered. think that's insulted? Because you're like this far away from the mic. You're he's shouting into it. Okay, would you have said what the song was? Probably not. That was like. I'm glad you did that, but. Okay, I'll leave. This is how the last on. one started. Joe, this go. the last one was supposed to be the film for you. So this. is... This is the film review official now. Official. Okay. Official. Um, so, I saw Deadpool a couple of weeks ago, and it's had a pretty huge opening. It broke the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fucking sabotage this at oh every corner. God. If you didn't hear that, James just ripped a really loud Trump. Oh, oh, fucking man. Donald everywhere. Free Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to get drunk more often. He could be our Russell Brand. Right. Right, so I saw Deadpool a couple of weeks ago. Broke the record for opening box office weekend for an R-rated movie. It's been in the pipeline for a very long time. They tried to do it a little bit with the Wolverine X-Men Origins. Um, and it was awful. I know there was like a half They tried to set up an advert, oh God, they? Years ago, like with Ryan Deadpool, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. and they were like, there was an advert for it, and it was like, let's see how it works. So it was like market research, yeah. And then they were like, fuck, this could make millions. Well, and the thing, I used to read Deadpool comics. There used to be there used to be Wolverine and Deadpool. So I used to buy the Wolverine, but read the Deadpool bit as well. Um, so for those who don't know about Deadpool, he's like a, an anti-hero type chap who has the kind of same motor mouth type style as Spider-Man but also talks to camera no so Toby Maguire is very different ball. from Ryan Reynolds no he's very different but the same way that he's supposed to be kind of like motor mouth always trying to crack jokes but the thing about Deadpool is he kind of breaks the fourth wall and talks to the reader in the comics or the viewer in the film um, so the the story in the film adaptation which kind of covers his origins is that uh, Ryan Reynolds character is a ex-Special Forces mercenary type chap 
and he gets cancer, um, and kind of terminal cancer, and he takes. I, did, I actually I can't remember that they specify where it is, but it's kind of all over. You see the X-ray, but it, it's kind of, it's all over, um, and he takes someone offers him like, no, we can we can treat this for you. You've got a chance, and he's got a fiance. Okay, so you gonna do a superhero landing? Wait for it. Superhero landing. Yeah, that's really hard on your knees. Totally impractical. They all do it. You're a lovely lady, but I'm saving myself for Francis. That's why I brought him. I prefer not to hit a woman, so please play. I mean, that's why I brought her? Oh, no, finish your tweet. It's not, that's fine. Just give us a second. There you go. Hashtag it. Go get her, Tiger. Oh, I so pity the dude who pressures her into prom sex. So that was a clip from Deadpool, and my thoughts on it are essentially that it kept very close to the comic, which was quite hard because it has to be it had to be an R-rated movie, and Marvel took a chance on it. No, I think um, it's a really good film. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, see, I watched it on my laptop last night because I was like, I was like thinking that you would see it tonight or see it for the radio, and I was like, he does it really well. Like he, he kind of it. like because everyone took Marvel really seriously, and he was like kind of taking a piss out of Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I and it was, like, it was a really good thing because it was like kind of like anti-hero to keep the Marvel like brand growing. It was like kind of you have to take the piss out of Marvel. In order to grow, yeah, because it's like you know they if, make jokes about having the rights to certain um, to certain movies to certain characters. There's a bit where he kind of goes to the X Men house. It's like, oh, isn't it funny that you only ever see two of you here? I thought loads of you lived here. Kind of wink to the camera, not even winked, kind of waving at the camera, like look at how ridiculous this is. I suppose isn't that just like no because you have unnecessary to. jokes though. I mean, like who's but, but, ever but that's his no because I think you have to oh, because if you're involved in this whole. Which lots of people are. Our friend Brad, if he's listening, who's very involved in this universe, know that you know Fox own X Men and Sony own Spider Man and Marvel own a bunch of different Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four flop of the year and Marvel own a bunch of different characters. So he he makes jokes about that. He makes jokes about the fact that Deadpool was done in Wolverine and that was awful. He makes jokes about being the Green Lantern beforehand, but it's very funny. I I laughed a lot. It's kind of silly humor. It's not as I think the kind of the benchmark for kind of subversive superhero movie, which I think would be actually even more interesting if it came out now, is still Kick Ass. I think that was mm. genuinely more. Like, it was more. It was shocking. really clever. Dead, dead, uh, Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Yeah, that was like more shocking, uh, kind of more interesting, subversive humor and kind of plot. Um, and on the other hand, they're saying it's Marvel's like first kind of adult movie. But if you're looking kind of for more adult Marvel stuff, I'd go for the, their Netflix series. I haven't seen De- uh, Daredevil, but Jessica Jones uh, yeah, I need is, to watch that. is something that's more that. adult in tone, I think. And if you're looking for something that has Daredevil, adult okay, I'm going to say one thing. Like, I, some serious kick, kung fu. I'm going to say one thing about Jessica Jones. The girl is very attractive, and I hope you'll watch it for that. And like some of the scenes <laughs> are really senses. amazing. So I hope you do watch Jessica Jones. I've never... I've watched bits and pieces. I've watched pieces where like there's sex or there's like kind of a bit of violence, but it's good. 
So, but that was only on YouTube. I, I finished no, because the... I was gonna. I was. <laughs> he can't say masturbate on the radio. I finished I was the series last night. Something more. I oh, finished the series more. last night. I think if you're looking for something more adult in tone from that superhero universe, watch Jessica Jones more than Daredevil. It's or funny. Deadpool, it's though. silly. Sorry, <laughs> Deadpool. Even yeah. <laughs> the thing with Deadpool that I don't get yet because I watched the trailers and like it looks kind of funny potentially, but at the same time, James is literally after one. He's drunk. Well, we've. I should make an announcement. We've actually finished the Jack Daniels now. That's 70 centiliters between James. And, uh, <laughs> that bit is really unfair. I'm really trying to unfair, you know. He says, staggering. Um, but yeah, no, I, the thing that I don't get about it, I watched the trailer. It seems like potentially passably funny. There's a bit, it's almost like gratuitous jokes, just like making jokes for the sake of making jokes. Mm. But do you not think it's an obstacle that he was right... It is Ryan Reynolds, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He was a bit shit in Lantern. Everything he's ever done. Well, yeah, but potentially, you know, arguably. In the right he, was a, he was a bit poo in Green Lantern, and now they've recalled him to try and make another superhero film. I mean, no, but I think he was always made... I think he was made to play Deadpool. Yeah, he definitely was, and he's Because he was like the anti-kind of superhero that's kind of what they need, effectively. Yeah, but it's all a bit like put on, though, isn't yeah, it? Do no. you not think? That's why Do I you not think that every I film is... Yeah, but there's obviously contrived, and I know he's supposed to break the fourth wall and whatever, and he did in the mm. comics, which is fine, but it's kind of almost the delivery is a bit too... Uh, it's like if you've got Dick Van Dyke to play it. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's, it's like he's playing up to it. It's not somehow you kind of think, well, the, the lines would be better and, and the writing would be done more credit if the person actually delivered them a bit more like Les, Leslie Nielsen than Dick Van Dyke. But his the, the like played kind of, it straight do you know what I mean the character behind funny. Deadpool is that he's not trying to play it straight he thinks he's really funny he is kind of like yeah. and there's even a bit where the guy goes like you are so insufferable like mm. I, I can't stand like you're so annoying yeah um, Ron Reynolds fulfills that role he is yeah, pretty and, annoying and, he, <laughs> and he's been rumoured to play playing it for a long time they finally got it off the ground he's so been I, always wanting to play Deadpool yeah and he, and he, he knows I the feel like material. we should have a, a short aside here for James, who's doing a quick review of the tribe. Yeah, the tribe. If, well, he, if, he, can, if he can manage it. Can what would you give Deadpool star wise? Star, um, if out of five, I'd give three. If out of ten, I'd give seven. Okay, all right. So it's like a three and a half type thing out of five. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, okay. I enjoyed it. It's not. Give, as us, a, give us a rundown of the tribe. Then, the right? tribe is about. I can't believe these guys have just walked in. I'm wearing a stab vest as well. Well, go on, jeez. They must think I'm a prick. What's going on, boys? It's exciting. Whatever's going on. <laughs> right, we can have it. We Crack on the tribe, now. mate. The, the tribe. tribe. Okay, what I'd, is it? I like to recommend a film for everyone. It's a bit more avant-garde than everyone else, but it's been rated highly by a lot of critics. It's about a um, a deaf school in Ukraine, and there is no speaking. There is no like kind of dialogue. Uh, don't absolutely no dialogue whatsoever. Yeah, and it's all in sign language, and you have to kind of interpret what you see and stuff like that. And it is Do they subtitle the sign language. No. Oh wow! Oh, so you have to know Ukrainian sign sub- No, not like at all. But it's almost that like kind of. The story's not so, like, in... It sounds prohibitive. I'm no, it's lie. not so, like, kind of, um, like, it's so complicated. It's, like, very simple. It's the film, the story of the film is very, like, kind of, it rides, it keeps going, stuff like that. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, 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 this I'm being serious. Gig. No, because it's you quite keep intense, it going. Though, isn't it? it I've no. heard it's super intense. 
it is incredibly intense. You, you watch it and you're like, oh my God. I had to like watch a scene from like different angles because I was like, I'm not able to handle it if I watch it like dead on like this. So I had to watch it from like, I had to stand up. Uh, front on to the screen there. So I had to stand up <laughs> to watch a scene. But um, it's interesting in the sense that um, you watch it and you're like, Someone's making art here, and I think it's a really beautiful thing what they've done because a lot of people don't actually like push themselves forward enough to actually like, oh fuck, it, I'm going to make a movie. Do you mean people like in? No, can you just give me a minute? Ukraine. No, but no, anyone, even fucking here. I don't fucking make a movie. You don't make a fucking movie. You don't make a fucking no, movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? These guys are actually making a movie about something that's like really good out there. So why the fuck not? Like, good for them for actually trying to, like, make something. And I, like, I respect that a lot. Yeah. and Because I would love to make my own kind of film. So it's like, watch it. Watch The Tribe. It will give you a lot of, like, kind of, it's pretty harrowing. And it's pretty, like, deep what they go into, like, kind of the subject matter. Like, kind of, in. it's just, like, deep. And it just, like, goes in. (laughs) He's indicating digging now. And it's just nasty and shit <laughs> and like that. with a small hammer. But it's beautiful. And I think, like, enough... I'd love to be able to give them the opportunity to make that kind of film. So, fair play to these people who have been given that opportunity and then have made it at least on DVD. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, like, you know, if you, you think, oh, well, I'd never get around to watching it. It's available on, on Amazon Prime. Um, so, if you have that, you can watch, watch it Watch Tribe. Home. Watch Tribe, guys. Go on. Okay, so there you've heard uh, one film review and a um, sort Another. of film review. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to hear the first kind of film review, the like decent and uh, you know intellectually you challenging, decent, and <laughs> I don't know what you said about the last one, maybe it didn't make fuck all sense. So if you want to hear Joe Stevens doing film reviews uh, on a regular basis, now's the time for Joe to rep his show. Yeah, I've got another separate film podcast called Everyone's a Critic, where I do <laughs> film reviews along with another guy called Samuel. Um, so yeah, listen to that if you're if you're into that kind of stuff. And where can you get on YouTube or on uh, on on Podbean, on iTunes, on on your Android podcast apps? Safe. Can Safe. I say that's really offensive? You certainly can. And on that note, what have we got next? It's uh, your oh, your Cuban song. song. Oh my goodness, it is Cuban. Yeah, Cuban time. Michi Samiento y cosa con yeah. Listen, Spanish accent. No, I swear we've... Listen to the Cuban song. I swear we've missed loads of songs. Idiot. You're listening to Short Ditch Radio. ShortDitchRadio.co.uk Hello, can I help you? Uh, yes, hello. Uh, I have a meeting with uh, Mr. Galbraith at uh, 4.30. Ah, yes, Mr. Bardell. Would you like to take a seat? We've got some lime-infused water, if you'd like to help yourself to that. Oh, very nice. Thank you. Uh, will Mr. Galbraith be ready soon? He'll be with you as soon as he's ready. Excellent, excellent. Mr. Bardiev, Mr. Galbraith will see you now. Mr. Berdiev, how the devil are you? Nice to see you again. Uh, Mr. Galbraith, how lovely to see you again. How are you? I'm very well, I'm very well. So glad you could join us on our London office. Have you, have you enjoyed it? Oh yes, it is very, very beautiful. 
Would you do you want a drink or to, at all or? No, thank you. I, I cannot drink. It's haram. Oh no, of course not. No, um, we have iced tea on hand. We have some brownie bites. Just make yourself at home. I'll uh, have a brownie. Yes, please, of course. Yes, no, here they are. They are delicious. Trust me, we only really get the best. So, uh, Sadar, can I call you Sadar? Is that mm-hmm. okay? Fantastic. Um, so, obviously, we organise this meeting because we want to get your brand really out there and uh, try and get what you want. Um, yeah, tell, tell me more about what you want because it's been a while since we were on the, on the yacht. Well, I think the thing is, what we need is to really grow our brand. Yes, of course, yes. Well, that, that's what we're here for at Kevin Galbraith. You know, and in the East Turkmenistan Islamic movement, obviously we have the goal of separating from China. Yes, of course, know, yes, yes. Liberating the Turkmeni people, starting in an Islamic caliphate, you know. But yes. this is for many, many lifetimes in the future. Long term, of course, that's what we want. We don't want people who have ideas ahead of themselves. You know, so for now, it's about getting our message out there, creating awareness. And, you know, we heard that you were the best to do it, and I met you, and you're such a, a charming man, and your secretary is so lovely. Thank you very much. Well, we, uh, we pay her enough, and uh, very kind compliments from you. We, we'd like to think we, we know what we're doing. We've been doing it for a while. You know, I'll admit that we're not very creative. We blow cars up in Tiananmen Square, but, you know... You want more, don't you? Yes. You know, there's bus bombings in the northwest of China, and, you know, the failed bomb plot in Norway, but... We need more. Yes. We need to be more creative and get out there. You know, I see IS on the news all the time, and I think that could be us. Well, Sadar, IS don't get where they are on their own, or without any effort. You know, they put a lot of work into those videos they create, you know, they've got a whole team behind their social media movement. And, you know, I think you've got so much potential for growth. And we were happy to sign non-disclosure um, agreements between whatever we say in here. Nothing ever leaves here. Feel free, you know, what's mine is yours. Um, I have another brownie. <laughs> yes, please, have as many brownies as, as you would like, Sadar. I'm glad you're enjoying them. That's what we have them here for. I take the box. Yes, please take the box. We have, we have plenty downstairs. We feel like we can help you. You know, we can help you in your social media campaign. If you think that's great, we can help you raise money. Um, we actually offer what is quite unique is a, a terrorist-to-terrorist service. Um, so you, you, you say to your admiration for the Islamic State? Of course, who doesn't? So we offer a... Um, are you familiar with graduate schemes? Well, yeah. Oh, so, so, so stay with me, Sadar. So say you take a, a young uh, equivalent of, say, lieutenant or, or colonel within the Islamic State... And you send him over to East Turkmenistan or China or however, you, however you'd like to identify yourself. And you know, he takes his expertise from there and helps you. And also he learns about the East Turkmenistan struggle. And he can take your knowledge back to, uh, back to the Islamic State and vice versa. To the exchange programme. Exactly. Like, like, a, like an exchange programme. Right, so like... You know, or it doesn't have to be the Islamic State. It can be, it can be Al-Shabaab in Somalia or it can, be, it can be Boko Haram in Nigeria. Oh, the weather is nice there. Yes, yes, it's fantastic. I've been several times with They're my friends. Very impressive there. in Nigeria as well. We want. Yes, we yes. Want, uh, Into a schoolgirl kidnap? That's uh, hey, they didn't do that. They didn't come up with that idea by themselves. You know, you don't get the uh, the first lady of the United States holding up a hashtag 
You work with Boko Haram. Uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Oh yes, the disclosure agreement. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you're, you're following <laughs> this guy. I like this guy. I knew we'd get on. Um, so uh, I think we've really got um, five points of growth that I think we can we can really aim for within the next year or two. Yeah. Um, so stay with me. So uh, I think have you guys got a, a Twitter following at the moment at all? We want you to have fifty thousand people. Uh, following your Twitter, fifty thousand people who can look at your Twitter and see when you say, you know, down with the Chinese government, they can see that and appreciate that, and maybe join your movement from from far-flung regions. We want you to be the Islamic State. But you know, how people will, from how will I make people look at my words? Well, that's what we're here for. That's what you you you've uh, come to us at Kevin Galbraith. You know, we met on our yacht. You're here in our London office. I'm I'm here to help you. Help me help you, Sadaf. So. You know, 50,000 uh, Twitter followers. Are you familiar with YouTube? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, where you... Where you, you with you, the video. Yeah, you watch videos online. Yeah. You know, people watch... It's funny dog videos. Aren't yes, they? funny dog videos, but also Islamic State videos. You know, people, kids in uh, in Britain can watch that and they can be like, you know what, I want to go join the East Turkmeni uh, struggle. We want you to have a million YouTube hits by this time next year. Yes? One million. Yes, one million. We can do it. We can. No, we will guarantee. Shake on it right now. I wait. I want to know prices. Prices. Okay. We are on budget. We find it hard to make money and kidnapping. It. You know, it's a good living, but only if you give them back. If you execute, then who wants to pay for that? So, um, what we can offer you is we have an in-house financial consultancy team. Um, who will sit you down, even, even after the, our meeting today, and give you a step-by-step financial guide to raising funds for your terrorist group. Are there many Turkmenistan... Uh, we're not terrorists. Sorry, sorry, um, movement. But, you know, are, are, there, are there many Turkmenis uh, abroad? Some. Some, yes. Well, what you can do is you can raise awareness, and then they feel for your struggle. They say, you know what, China is a foreign government, they are occupying my people, and they will send you money. What you can do with that money is we can send it to Switzerland. And uh, my friends at HSBS, um, who have Swiss accounts, what they can do is uh, they have non-disclosure in Switzerland, is then as Swiss citizens, they can ship their money over to the Cayman Islands, where no one can see it at all, no taxes are paid, um, and there we can accrue interest, we can invest it abroad. So we take a little bit of your money, hide it, so no foreign government can freeze it or or seize it, uh, and turn it into lots of money. You know, we offer a vast range of, of in-house services for you. That's amazing. So, so when you reach success, when we help you reach success, you pay us. We, you, we don't get paid until you have success. And, you know, if you get yourself into a, into a real kerfuffle, if you're getting into a situation you can't really control, what we have is an in-house emergency crisis team who we can swoop in there, we can get to you in under 24 hours. And these are former, former chaps who are in the SAS, who are in uh, Spetsnaz, who were in uh, uh, Mossad, no, no more religious affiliations, don't worry about that. Um, and these people will help sort out whatever issues you have. These, these are really good guys who have huge amounts of experience um, in fighting, just like I have experience in helping mark uh, non-government organisations like yourself. Wow. So another pricing um, pyramid that we offer is we offer um, famous people in the West, in the UK and the US, um, for you, on a pricing tier. Um, so we have a local British actor, uh, Daniel Dyer, goes by the name of Danny Dyer, he appears in a British soap, EastEnders, lots of films. We can offer him 
the base level of £10,000, and he will go on television, he will advocate for you. He may even visit East Turkmenistan and do a, you know, a, few, a few press junkets, you know, with our press office, get a press release for you. Why does this work? Junket. Um, so basically, it's where uh, someone who represents you goes around and does lots of different interviews for you and really promotes your cause. Oh, so okay. we, we use it over here for promoting a film. And is this Danny Dyer or is he a uh, comedian? No, no, he's, uh, he's from East London. Um, but what he will do is he will get oh. young, young men who, who have normally have no normal affiliation with the, with the Turkmeni people from East London who identify with Danny Dyer. And well, you know, Danny Dyer seems like a, a reasonable bloke. I'm going to go fight the, for the Turkmeni struggle. And then you have more foot soldiers. Sounds like something you're interested in? Yes, yes. Fantastic. Um, so on the next level, we can offer you George Galloway. We have him on the retainer. He is a, a former Labour MP. You know the political party Labour in the UK? Uh, yeah, he is. The, the, the centre-left party. He left them um, because he felt they, were, they weren't respecting the rights of people from the Middle East or from the Islamic background. Perfect for you, yes. Yes, His whole yes. party is based on that. He, he goes to Muslim awareness demonstrations, and uh, he will provide you more political clout. He he will get more politicians on side, people who really, really think about the issues, um, and we can offer him around thirty thousand pounds. The next level up, which is where we're getting quite high, um, former Prime Minister Tony Blair. The Tony Blair. The the, the Blair. Tony Blair. Tony Blair. Yes, he's happy to go go yes. to East Turkmenistan, shake your hand, praise you, you know, talk about. Do you do any charity work what at the moment? Is? This is around two hundred thousand pounds. But hopefully, by right. the time that you are needing Tony Blair, we will have channeled your money. We'll have made more money for you. We'll help you fundraise. So, what next step? So, uh, the next step is: Do you remember the the, the five goals I outlined? So, the fifty thousand Twitter followers, the one million YouTube hits, the uh, the at least three foreign dignitaries and journalists killed. Oh yes, I remember this. Yes, one. yes. Um, perhaps uh, some some school children kidnapped. You know what that did for Boko Haram. Or perhaps find your own niche. We we can work with you. We've got workshops of teams, consultants, willing to think outside the box to find specific examples of what East many Islamic movement can do. Um, and I think what the real end of the day aim is is to have an attack uh, that is known simply by a date. If you catch my drift. Yes, I like this. Yes. These attacks are strong. Yes, to, to say the least. Strong. I won't go into it anymore because, you know, whole non-disclosure, I, yeah. uh, you're a non-governmental organisation, but hey, Bin Laden doesn't make those videos on his own, or didn't make those videos on his own. <laughs> Not around anymore. So, Salah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a card uh, for one of my, my colleagues, Michael, who works for HSBS, and we can really get the ball rolling on the fundraising. I feel like that's your main issue, fundraising, yes? Yes. Yes, okay, fantastic. So, take my card. The secretary will sort out um, anything you need from your hotel room. Where are you staying? At the uh, the, the Marriott or the, the yes, Hilton? at the Marriott. The Marriott, fantastic. A lovely hotel. Beach, no. Fantastic hotel. Anything you need, just let me know. We'll send it up straight to you. We're friends with the people at the Marriott. Lovely. Fantastic. All right. I know. I already know what I want to be sent up. <laughs> I say goodbye to her on the way out. Naughty treats. That was very nice to uh, do business with you. Lovely meeting you again, Sadar. Always a pleasure. Take care. Thank you very much. In the sept in a fifth of whiskey and necking it till I'm dizzy. I never was defenseless. 
I never hug the fence, I pick a side and trust in it Stomach full of drugs and shit My niggas on some other cleanse Sunday binge, Monday then another six Days back to Sunday when it's done again And the pants better be creased on my corpse If you need that, run it to the street lights off Jack got big, got <laughs> so if you stayed with us congratulations it must have been really quite trying um thank you for listening we'll be back in a couple of weeks we'll be announcing the winner of our caption competition we'll also be posting a, a photo yeah wait the picture obviously uh, yeah. online we uh what we're thinking of doing is getting if any of you are long-term listeners then you'll uh, be well aware of our acquaintance and um professional something or other Skinny Shankins. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we're going to be getting him to. Uh, he's, a, he's a sort of rapper from up Leicester. To way. model. We're going to get him to model the stab vest. So yeah. It's not just me walking around Central London. Well, we're going to Jack Daniels drink because we would. Because James has done it all. Because you've drank it all at the end of the show. So congratulations, James. You've uh, accomplished fuck all today. And Arsenal uh, fucking <laughs> <laughs> spitting his cribs everywhere. Good but uh, yeah, that's good night from me, Chris good, Marshall. Good night from me, Joe Stevens. And good night for me, James Creever. We have a final song to leave with with J Views and Milosh, which is a really good song, so I hope you listen to and I hope you enjoy. So um, have a lovely night. And Head in the Heart. Head in the Heart is not involved, Joe. Yes, it is. you